Hi, welcome back to Maya's Corner Podcast. Um, I was here last week where I gave you a few life updates. This is my second episode since I last left in October. And today I have a special guest. Um, His name is Oscar. He's from California. And this fall, he will be attending Vassar College. Oscar, you can go ahead and say hi. Hi, everyone. Nice to (laughs) meet you. And thank you, Samaya, for having me today. It's absolutely no problem. Um, I absolutely adore Oscar. He's so sweet. Um, And I enjoy having him as a friend. Um, So today we're going to talk a little bit about the college transition, um, culture shock, and anything that basically pertains to that, especially for us, because, you know, we're people of color um, going to pretty much predominantly white institutions um yeah (laughs) trying to slow down so like is Vassar a predominantly white institution I know Columbia very (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know Columbia has a thing where technically they're not like they have it's hard to explain like I don't know I think like 52 percent of their student body is POC but can we trust those numbers (laughs) don't rescind my admission please anyways um yeah so we're gonna get started talking about that today and um oscar you could tell us a little bit more about yourself or about what you want to really like discuss today okay well like samaya said my name is oscar um i'm from socal and i've lived here my whole life and so moving to a, a school across the country it's probably going to be, it's definitely going to be something different. I've never, the only time I've been to the East Coast is on a DC trip, and that was for one week. And now thinking about Vassar for four years, that's crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I found a lot of support in my friends. Um, I have a best friend going to Vassar as well. So I have some support there as well. And also, with this program that Samaya and I are both in, we have sort of um, connected with other scholars in that program that are going to schools nearby. So we're not completely alone in the region of the East Coast. And yeah, I'm just really excited to experience a different coast, a different season, different seasons, because in SoCal, we don't have any. We only have all, all year long and some occasional rain but that's pretty much it so new york would definitely be a different environment seeing snow for the first time seeing like patches of snow over here in socal was pretty weird but we would like we would um take it all in as much as we could but we're now in vassar it's like completely full of snow it's just really crazy and i was also really excited to be close to the city I know Samaya's going to live in the city, but I'm going to be living a few hours north of it, too, by train. So it's not that bad. And it's like a day trip. I could go to New York City and live out my city boy life. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah. it's going to be so fun. Like, I love that. I know you were talking about, like, um, where you're from, like, how you don't get any, like, cold weather is that something that you like think about often like is it one of those small things where you're like I didn't realize that I would put this much thought into it or do you just want to get away from that kind of environment I honestly enjoy the cold more than the the heat like Mm. SoCal heat isn't to be messed with but (laughs) this year has been crazy because one time it morning for like 10 minutes and then it was back to like you know regular weather but I'm honestly excited for the cold. I, whenever it rains here, whenever it does rain, uh, I like, I spend like my whole day just staring outside most of the time, and just like taking it all in because the rain is pretty rare sometimes. And oh, wow! I'm just excited for like the cold because you could always layer on. I'm just excited to like make new outfits, and mm-hmm. in contrast to here in SoCal, you you can only wear so much, and then you start sweating. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, I've been 
wasn't saying, oh, I'm going to make my way out to California one day. But now that you're like really saying this and I'm listening to someone who's actually <laughs> from there, I I don't know. Because like I can relate to the heat part because, you know, South Carolina is mm. hot, especially in the part where I live, which is by the water. Um, but, you know, it's never like, you know, I, I you know, rain is rare. Like during the summer, I can expect rain almost every day. Matter of fact, it's raining right now. But <laughs> um, I I am excited for the cold weather. I have to be honest with you. But then there's also that one part of me is like, oh my god, am I gonna get the right boots? Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> going to be okay. Like I don't know. Um, but you know, I'm getting advice from people who live there on like what to do um, when it comes to that stuff. Nice. But yeah, I'd have yeah. to reach out to some people, to some seniors, or like some upperclassmen, because I only know one of them. But I think they're they're like really busy. I don't really want to bother them. But you know, I think I'll reach out pretty soon. And yeah. side note, you should come to California. It's pretty nice. We have like Disneyland, Knots, Six Flags, everything park you can think of. We have beaches. I mean, other than like the heat, it's pretty manageable. It's not like a hundred degree weather like um like central california but mm. it's pretty nice and like if you go to the beach you can chill there with friends yeah pretty nice kick it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll make my way out there one days i don't think it'd be anytime soon because you know on my way to being a broke college student I'll <laughs> but <laughs> I, i'll make out there um when i become successful <laughs> um you know what success with a political summary anyways but i'm <laughs> doing that myself um so what would you say your main fear is about going to college in general not like i think, I think my main fear is honestly like um, I think it's like that culture shock going from like a predominantly Latina city or like mm-hmm. region to like predominantly white upper class region like over here majority of us live below the poverty line and so right. over there in the region where Vasher is you know it's a bit more upper class because of like you know right. history and stuff but yeah, so I think that difference will definitely, like, shock me, I guess. And yeah. especially with, like, there's going to be less Latinos there, um, less people of color. But, you know, I think that what I think about it and the, and the light of it is that it'll strengthen the relationships that I do build over there with people who have similar experiences that I, as I. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think that fear was sort of will sort of like lessen as the years go by as like I meet new people as I get involved with programs that you know do support myself and other individuals yeah and I'm, I'm glad you have like a such a positive outlook now because um that was definitely it still is um one of my fears and you know I have met people who you know like you said have a similar background and I'm thinking you know I'm glad that you said that it'll strengthen the relationships that you have with people of similar backgrounds I didn't really think about it in that perspective I always just thought about like oh it's us alone in that little boat um (laughs) so yeah that is that is a, a good way of looking at it and um like you mentioned earlier like we do know some people um because of the program that we did I don't want to name them because you know <laughs> I don't know yeah. lawsuit bro help <laughs> but um and plus just you know don't want people to stalk me but yeah. I we have a lot of support so that is yeah. good um and I'm I, and you know I'm happy to meet people who do share my similar background have you met any people or you know talked to any people who Honestly. um the people who I've talked to from my college are people of color. Like, I think sort of 
knowing that we have some sort of similar struggle mm-hmm. i think already like makes our connection even stronger <laughs> really? like because we know where we're coming from unlike unlike people who don't know it's kind of like uh what do i talk about what, where's the line and stuff but with someone right. who you know who has ex- like racist um ex- unfortunately or other um types of discrimination you know we sort of know we sort of i feel like we kind of have to bond in a way to sort of you know bring more um diversity i guess to our college and also like just make our voices heard at these predominantly white institutions absolutely that will definitely be a thing that you kind of have to do once you get there you know unfortunately like it's in a perfect world or in a world where you know where we should be like you would go there without the expectation that you're gonna have to kind of I guess like fight to speak up um Mm -hmm. about need um or just about representation at all but you know we're not there yet but we can we can work on it and that's the good thing like when we're there i guess it shouldn't be our responsibility no but hey yeah none of it should like <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> yeah um so what are you other you know than like finally experiencing cold weather um and all that like what are what are some other things that you're excited about i think also just like taking the train everywhere because I realized that everything in the coast or in the northeast is like super close. You could take like a car ride, forty-five minutes out, and you'll be you'll pass by like two states. Over here in California, it takes five hours to get out of the state, and so it's crazy. And I think I'm just excited for like all the adventures that I'm able to have in the northeast, especially with like you know the train being so nearby. I could take a train up to.、Um, Albany, and you know, sort of look at the capital of New York. But I could also go down south to like New York City. But I could also, also I could also go to Philadelphia, where my friend is going, one of my best friends.、Um, you know, sort of just those trains and like tra- like traveling, like having that independence as well has also been pretty exciting.、Yeah. Right. Absolutely, I've also been um. Thinking about like, wow, it's really going to just be me on my own, like making my own decisions. Like that's, yeah, that's great. Like, <laughs> um, I'm excited, and yeah,、uh, traveling is definitely something that I want to do while I'm there because you know, like you said, like it's easier to travel to another state there. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine trying to travel out of state in somewhere like California. Like it's hard、mm. for me. Southern states, just because southern states are so big for no reason, like they're big, nothing there. It's like trees. <laughs> like it's, I don't understand, but hey, that's how they look, I guess. Um, but so、yeah. I'm definitely excited to be somewhere like larger, um, with a lot more going on, um,、mm-hmm. than you know here where I'm from. But yeah, that's that's cool. So, oops, that's um like creaky chair. It's <laughs> gonna lot um as I sit back. But okay, what steps have you taken for mental preparation, if any at all? Oof, mental preparation. Um, I think this past year I've been reflecting about like the idea in a way and sort of. I don't want to say leaving everything behind because it's really—I don't know. I feel like that—that that really hurts my own mentality of things. But、right. in some way, it is like that. I'm—I'm I'm moving from the city that I grew up in to like a, a city that I have no idea what's like. Other, other than like you know, other accounts of people and like you know、right. pictures and stuff. But I think. I've over the years I've realized that change is necessary in order for us to grow. Yeah. Because like I would, 
I would um, be really dependent on my friends. Like if my friends didn't go somewhere, I wouldn't go. I would only go if they were there. And sort of like that codependency would be toxic for me because I would end up getting hurt in the end. And ultimately that would like, you know, trigger a lot of thoughts, a lot of anxiety. And, you know, now, not to today, I've become a bit more independent, I'd say. I do a lot. I do what I do in my life for my own sake and my own, you know, well-being. And, you know, I started to not really care about what other people think. Um, You know, only care about, like, if their intentions are good and my intentions are good as well. You know, building that connection with another person is pretty dope. And, you know, it is necessary for us to grow as humans. And I think that's my intention for college, you know, um, taking that extra step to like, you know, um, get to know another person, you know, talk to a professor, um, talk to a TA, or, um, you know, do a paper that, you know, seems difficult, but, you know, I ha- I, that I'm doubting myself in, but, you know, I'm always going to get stuff done most of the time, but, you know, <laughs> there's, right. always a, there's always that setback that can happen, but, you know, it's important to recognize that setback and assess, you know, what can we do to step back forward, you know, and all in all like this journey is not a straight line not even a line it's like curvy it goes back and forth (laughs) upside down in 4d 3d everything but you know we have we have one place where we want to go to and that's it's to get a bachelor's degree and you know even then it's just to make ourselves and the people that we love proud true yeah i think just sort of bracing myself for you know different amounts of change has been my mental preparation yeah and also like accepting the fact that you know some things are temporary but some things are meant to last as well and sort of figuring out what is what can sort of change your perspective on life Yeah. yeah true and it can also be daunting like you know of course there's like the good part of it and I never want to always focus on the negative but Mm -hmm. you know like you said like figuring out things I know I'm definitely going to face a lot of um you know possible setbacks just because I have before when it came to change like that's been a very big theme in my life so far um change and um Mm -hmm you know, I expect it to still be impactful. Like, I do have an overall positive outlook um, about going away, but at the same time, you know, I have my fears and anxieties, and I know the type of person I am, and just knowing that kind of um, makes me like, you know, like, what are you gonna do in this situation? Like, how will you react? Um, And I how I'm gonna react like for example I was thinking about like the type of work and the course load and I was like yeah that's that's gonna stress you out one day like that's going to make you upset and it's true um but you know I'm not gonna let that bog me down like before I get there and just like constantly think about that so yeah just gotta face it as it comes to me I guess yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, it's also important, like, you know, like you said, I want to focus on a positive outlook as well. But I think also looking at things from a negative perspective can give us an idea of, um, what's it called? Like, assessing what is, like, hurting us, I guess. Right. Um, You know, I like to think that, like, not all negativity is bad. You know, there's just people that be like, stay positive and everything. Like, you know, sometimes it's not possible to stay positive. You know, sometimes yeah. it would be, like, 99% positive, but there's always that 1%. And I think understanding where that 1% is coming from can really, like, help you grow as a human, you know? I think finding that balance in between positivity and negativity can bring a lot of, like, change, but also, like, good change as well. Right. And this is all about, like, you know, learning about yourself, like you said earlier. 
Yeah, that's true. This is that. Wow, insightful. See, <laughs> look at you speaking, speaking. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely true. And I'm, sometimes I'm like, maybe you need to slow down. Like I, I feel yeah. like in about five years or so, I'm gonna look back at myself and laugh and be like, why were you so just like I don't know, so anxious and self-important like i just feel like i'm suffering from main character syndrome right now I um but um you know I'll, I'll come back to reality once i'm there and be like oh you know what? that wasn't that big of a deal like you know like i was definitely doing a lot like um i'm fine at the end of the day and i'm just working towards the day where i can be like you're fine see like look you did good, but um, until then, I I am, you know, still a little bit cautious of what yeah. I'm going in. Like, but you know, I, I just feel like, um, and maybe you can relate to this. Like, you know, the day that you found out that you got into your college, like you weren't thinking about any of this. Like, it definitely took time to um, formulate, I guess, over time. Like these thoughts. Um, as you, as it kind of set in that it was real because it took me about two months honestly to be like oh wait this is real like I'm I'm actually going there like that's yeah legitimate. it, it <laughs> took me a bit to accept the fact that I was well first of all moving away but also like attending like a pretty dope college right and you know after being rejected from my dream school I you know it took a toll on me. But, you know, I, I found a school that, you know, I felt really drawn to. And I felt that would take care of me in a way that right. I would also give back to the school. And sort of establishing that, like, mutual relationship with the institution and myself. And, you know, over the, over the past few months, I've been, like, becoming more and more excited. Like, oh, I found a class that I'm really interested in. Or I found a professor that, you know, has similar interest with me and stuff right. like that and so I think it's sort of settling in and and sort of becoming more solid into my mind right and I just I just love that feeling of um finding something interesting or new about that school that you didn't know before because it's like you know being in the admissions process all over again even though I can definitely yeah. say that was the most stressful time of my life or one of, yeah. one of them um, that was, I have to admit, I don't think it was fun until the end. Um, but, you know, now that I'm here, like, I was always imagining, like, oh, once you're there, though, like, you know, your life is going to be set. Like, you won't have a single worry. You know, I'm, it, it's every day. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little back then. Um, but some days I do it to myself, you know, like, I overthink, um, but, you know, ultimately, it's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, this is a, a more of a fun question, I guess. It's not so, like, deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you plan on changing your style, before, like, when you get there? Or are you kind of, like, keeping it the same and just kind of experiment later? Um, I mean, I don't really know what my style is right now. Like, I just wear a lot of, like, crewnecks and, like, pants that aren't jeans because I feel like jeans don't really suit me but yeah. I think in New York definitely I feel like everyone there has a style especially at my college like, <laughs> I, I guess it's like pretty known for like you know having some sort of style but yeah I think with time I'll add to my what I usually wear and you know I'll find my own niche in the fashion um, realm of things but yeah I mean I'm excited to just go into the city and like find clothes there and also like you know shop at you know thrift stores near where my college is at and also like how I would do here and I just find stuff and wear it and try to make an outfit with with the guidance of others because I tend to have um, well I have like a I feel like I struggle with trying to find a good outfit. I just put on whatever. 
and my friends will call me out and be like, hey, you should have put that with another color. And I'll check into that. I'll take that into consideration and I'll come back or something. But yeah, I think I will change my style. Yeah. Shout out to your friends, you know, telling you. I don't think my friends would. They're more of the like the, oh, well, you know, you seem to know what you're doing or I think you're out <laughs> Um, but you know to be fair I don't really experiment that much like I'm I just got into kind of changing up my style a little bit honestly Um, because you know I just started looking I guess around for my own clothes um, and said like before I would really just have my mom buy them (laughs) like and I'd be okay just bring me whatever you find out the store and I'll wear it um but lately, I've been figuring out what looks best on me. Um, and it's probably going to change once I go to college because, you know, it all changes. The way I do my makeup has changed um, literally everything. So it can only go up from here, I hope. And I don't look back and laugh at myself um, for the way that I dress or look. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Um, so what are the best things about your hometown right now that you're going to miss in your months away? Um, I'm definitely going to miss like the, the rampant you know, culture here. I think like just seeing paleteros, like people that like have these carts full of ice cream and like chips and everything. I, I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to miss that over there. And also just having like everything that I've eaten in my whole life here in my hometown sort of be scared there is gonna be something I'm definitely gonna miss like I'm gonna miss my mom's food I cooked <laughs> one of my favorite dishes yes last night for my party that I had and yeah. it was so good and I'm just thinking about like how it's probably not gonna exist over there unless I make it and I'm not the one I'm not no to cook but yeah. you know I've tried but yeah I think also just how everyone here is like really close to each other even though we do have like our own independence right um you know I think just having that like as well with like some of the elders here in my city mm-hmm. you know they only speak Spanish and you know seeing them throughout the day I'll be like hola like you know I'll yeah. ask them about their day and you know seeing them like live out their own lives it's definitely gonna be something that I'm gonna miss just like overall the whole vibe of my city like we're pretty active in terms of justice and all the community programs that we have here are pretty dope although there is a lot to work on but you know what we have so far has definitely changed a lot of youth life lives Wow, that's really like I don't like I don't know how to put it in words, but it's like um, impactful, I guess, because you know um, where I live, like it's not really a close knit community type thing. It's like you live here, mind your own business type thing. Like um, so, I, I don't have like that kind of environment in this, but I do have my family. Um, that I will miss dearly like just so much and I just thought about all the birthdays and everything um, mm-hmm. that I'm because you know I can't really come home for a birthday party <laughs> um, but yeah just you know small stuff like that and my niece my little niece she's turning three this September and I won't oh. be there yeah it's her first birthday party that I won't be at and I don't know that, that just thinking about that the other day maybe yeah like yeah and um but you know i i think that's beautiful that you have such a like a real place um in your home in your hometown Mm -hmm. where elements like that that you can miss like the people there um the culture food um where i live isn't necessarily like my culture like be real it's just the suburbs but (laughs) 
Um, but you know, it, you know that that's it. Like, there's nothing else to it. Just the suburbs, American, right? It's like just I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get you. Yeah, the one that's on TV. That one. Um, <laughs> um, and not even exactly like that. Like the one that might be on, like I guess Malcolm in the. There you go. Um, so you know it's not like something close and it's not like something I'll miss my neighbors and sometimes I kind of I guess want that Um, I'm just like oh man I wish I had you know something else to miss other than my family but that was honestly one of the main things that made me want to leave here like (laughs) that made me want to Um, there's really not that much like anybody else who lives in South Carolina will tell you um there's really not that much here um and anyone who like you know is like oh well the history the history is all based on slavery and I don't really want to see that every day you know so Mm -hmm. it's like um as a black woman living here and I think that's a struggle for every black person who lives in Charleston definitely yeah like over here it's a bit more how do I say like I mean everyone here speaks Spanish but you know we do have that occasional speak English person that you know you know it's kind of ironic because like this land used to be technically under um, Mexican authority but you know you know that wasn't always the case you know it's always our indigenous folks who have lived here before us and I think just having Having those instances where, like, you know, people try to make you assimilate to, like, you know, the general here, it's definitely heartbreaking, especially when your parents have tried so hard, you know, make a living here in this country that, you know, continues to push, like, like xenophobic legislature and comments and stuff. But, you know, I think sort of, I always have this hope that well, not hope because I know that our generation is definitely going to cause a lot of change in our, you know, society. And, you know, you can see that now throughout throughout the day, throughout the country. Right. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of work, but I think coming together as a community is ultimately the most important thing. You know, respecting our own boundaries while also ensuring that we're all okay mentally physically spiritually is what's gonna get us through a lot of these things absolutely um for sure and yeah that's kind of disheartening that there's you know people who always want you to either um assimilate to i guess white society that's around you um Mm -hmm or just or to be quieter like there's always people who want to silence you or just tell you like just wait or just stop slow down whatever there is no time for that especially when um there's people's lives that are at stake and not even just through like violence against um you know communities of color not even just speaking to that but speaking to exploitation um and other terms like voter suppression even um it's stuff like that that's perpetuated against our communities that there's no time to like wait or tell people to stop or slow down so yeah that's always a thing and you know it, it like i was saying earlier like it sucks that you know when you have to be the one to clean up the mess of like people um who aren't from your community who decided to oppress your and there you are like having to clean up their yeah. mess um so yeah it's just crazy and sometimes um in my own community i know that you know we live in a red state and you know there are people who be like oh well you know it's their fault blah 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 that this that and that you know they live in a red state i swear like i mean that we have no control here like there are people who want change um 
and who are actively working toward it but you know you can't do much when your state legislature is mostly red and they make it that way on purpose like there's pretty much nothing that you can do and um part of me hates that i'll miss on miss out on a lot of the activism that happens here when i go away um and then part of me is like happy and proud of myself for getting away from here at the same time so i don't know it's just a lot mm, i get you yeah and i, I don't know i i don't want to really come back here like <laughs> when i'm done but hey okay, i'll figure that out when i get there <laughs> but yeah is there anything that you like want to do before you go to college or like you feel like I don't know um, or I never go here like let me go here before college kind of thing my brother's taking me to Universal Studios which I've never been to um, and that'll complete like the four main theme parks here in SoCal, which I'm pretty yeah. excited because I've been to Six Flags. I went to Six Flags weeks ago. Yeah. I have a Knott's, I have a Knott's Pass. So I go pretty often. The last time I went to Disneyland was like two years ago, so I kind of want to go this summer again because they have a new Star Wars ride that's been open for like a year or so, and so yeah. I really want to get on that before I leave. And you know, the studio should finish it off. Yeah. That's so exciting. Oh my god. I haven't been to an amusement park. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's been a while. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Um, sorry, I'm really trying to think of the date. <laughs> or the year. 2015? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been That's... a while. <laughs> Oh my god. Definitely Six something. years. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, whoa. Dang. You really called me out. I wasn't <laughs> the math for it, but you called me out. I, uh, I'm like a roller coaster addict. Like, I cannot go like longer than a couple of months in going on a roller coaster. Like, obviously, because of the pandemic, I had to take a break or whatever. But, you know, when I went on my first roller coaster, when I went to Six Flags, a couple a couple weeks ago it was so much fun and it, rem- it reminded me of how much joy like theme parks bring to me because i've always had like a like a really like small but also like large interest in like the history of theme parks it's like i know yeah. random facts about like disney and like around about like roller coasters and stuff and it's like it started when i was like in sixth fifth or sixth grade and since then, like, I've been watching videos, documentaries about, like, the construction of roller coasters. Like, how roller coasters have brought a lot of change. But, yeah. I mean, it's like, I don't really tell anyone. Because, like, I feel like it's pretty weird. No, it's but, not. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, with theme parks, I have, like, a really close connection to them. Because I grew up in, I grew up going to Nuts a lot and you know I never get bored of it even if it's the same roller coasters every day but yeah pretty fun yeah, <laughs> I'm, excited, I'm excited for theme parks on the east coast so yeah uh, I honestly can't tell you how many um, <laughs> we have I don't know I know there's one um, in North Carolina and South Carolina share this oh, theme Carowinds. park yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh, Carowinds because you you like music parks yeah that's yeah. the last one that i went to um and that was the one i went to i went there in like 2012 2015 I'm trying to think if i went like maybe i did go after that i think but what happened was that we went to the park it started raining and then we couldn't stay there long and it wasn't a trip so maybe yeah maybe that was like 2017 yeah mm-hmm. So I lied, I lied. Uh, twenty, yeah, I think that was twenty seventeen. Sorry, I am struggling. <laughs> to okay. um, but yeah, oh my god, I'm so excited that you know what Carowinds is. Yes, that I is- love that place because I remember I was watching videos about when they were opening up Fury Three Two Five, and it was like the tallest giga coaster, I believe. 
I forgot the terms, but the three two five signifies the height and the duration of the roller coaster. So it's three hundred twenty five feet tall, but also three minutes and twenty five seconds long. So it's it's pretty dope. Like I've always wanted my brother and I have like a like a mental bucket list of roller coasters and like theme parks we want to go to because he was the one that sort of inculcated that um that mentality of like you know you you can write anything you know just go on it and you'll have fun and stuff right yeah bye date bro come over here one day let me take you to Carol. <laughs> <We'll do. laughs> i really want to go and also yeah. i'm just excited for like six flags great adventure in new jersey it's yeah. like it's a couple hours away but you know it has like every roller coaster that i can think of and yeah i'm just excited for like all the theme parks over there as well yeah we gotta go one day oh my god i'd be so excited but um i've never been to six flags i know there's one i you might be able to correct me on this i don't know i think there's one in georgia and um yeah six flags over georgia yeah yeah i i haven't been there it's very close um yeah and i've never been to universe fun fact beta just had their convention their national beta club mm-hmm. um and that's where it was held but i didn't go oh. this year just because you know i'm already graduated and uh, yeah but <laughs> there so that's that's fun but i'm i'm, I'm glad you're going there oh my god that's so exciting Same. but um yeah, I, I, I just love that you have extensive knowledge of roller coasters. Like, <laughs> ever, of course, I would have never like assumed that you did, or I don't, I don't know anyone did for that matter. But I love that. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Like, I don't know when I explain it to, you, like, I could go on tangents for with roller coasters, but I think it's also helped me realize oh one of the things that i do at theme parks is I'll, I'll plan out the whole day and i'll build a mental map of where everything is so like at knots i know every single niche nook and cranny <laughs> just so we can find like the shortest way to get places and it's like i don't know it's like not a photographic memory but like you know just being able to like recognize where things are remember where things are like yeah. i went to um where did i go to recently i went to six flags and I, could, I, I remember where everything is now. And I've only been there twice. <laughs> but yeah. But you know how useful that is? Like, yeah. I feel like I get lost in theme parks and end up going in circles. Like, that <laughs> at Carolyn's often. <laughs> like, but it was okay because I usually like to go on the same ride. But, you know, eventually you got to mm-hmm. get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's so wow what a talent what a talent <laughs> it's so useful like I, wow not many people are like i guess interested in things that actually make sense i don't know how else to explain that <laughs> people generally aren't like they're like oh yeah you know i know every like reptilian species in the about these states and i'm like oh, cool what can i do with that um <laughs> but i feel like this is <laughs> Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I know. Um, my like weird obsession. It's so. This is so odd, but it is Christian groups, and I can't explain how I got into it or why I know <laughs> them. And I don't necessarily have a favorable opinion of them at all. Um, matter of fact, I think a lot of them are terrible. <laughs> Let me be honest with you, and that doesn't speak. Um, to how I feel about Christianity as a whole but it's just these fundamentalist groups because they're usually like built on racism um, Mm. and abuse their members but I'm so interested and I know so much about them like it's crazy but it's not useful (laughs) it's not like (laughs) I'm gonna need to bring that up one day or I'm gonna need to rescue people (laughs) <laughs> like from at one day like that's not gonna happen so mm. it's funny but 
that is useful. Plus, <laughs> it, I, I know you were talking about the 325 um, roller coaster. Is that the blue one? Yeah, I believe so. It's like a pretty tall roller coaster. Right, because I know they used to have, not used to, um, it used to be the Intimidator that was the large one in the park, and that's the red one. Yeah. And when I call them those colors is because when you pull up, those are the things that you see. The a blue roller coaster and you see a red one. And the blue one is significantly larger, but it wasn't always there. Um, but, you know, the last time I went, you know, we, we looked at the blue one, but I was too scared to get on it. I got on the Intimidator and that was enough for me. Um, <laughs> but it, it was fun, I have to say. It's just that, like, and I don't know how to explain this. I don't know if this is a safety issue or not. I doubt it. I feel like I got on there and my head was like wobbling all over the place, like at every turn that we took. And I was like, this cannot be safe. Like, <laughs> there's no way. I'm like, I am about to be concussed. <laughs> Um, but I survived. Um, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I have my feelings about that one now. Mm-hmm. I get you. Um, yeah. It, it was me and my sister. We were screaming, and there was this <laughs> who was like, ugh, or whatever. I'm like, bro, you know yeah. you're scared. You know you're scared. For real. <laughs> People that hide their fear on other places are whack honestly like like i just scream or i just laugh the whole time (laughs) yeah and it does tickle your stomach like that that it's it's true like i don't know why people try to have no reaction like that doesn't make you stronger okay but (laughs) i don't know on this roller coaster tangent i'm so sorry okay (laughs) i'm not saying this out either it's staying in (laughs) but um for like one of the other things that I want to discuss what are some I guess I don't know personal shifts that you're expecting yourself to make like once you get there like uh how can I put this in better terms like what are some things that you know you expect to change about yourself once Mm -hmm. you're in college and you're finally like on your own I think one of the biggest things that I'll definitely start doing or that, you know, I want to start doing is, like, you know, not letting myself be stepped on. Like, you know, I used to really be a people pleaser. And in some fashion, I still am. But, you know, not to the extent where, you know, I, I compromise my own mental well-being. Right. But, you know, in high school, I would tend to be the person that would, like, you know, um, like help other people but like would never really expect anything in return right. and I would only be acknowledged when I would need to help other people and yeah. so that kind of like one way street really hurt me in the end but I think now yeah. in college you know I definitely set up those boundaries where you know I'm not going to be taken advantage of and you know, if you need help, I'll help you. But, you know, don't let that be the only time you acknowledge my presence. Don't be. Don't let that be the only time you, like, talk to me. Like, you know, I'm more than just, a, than just someone who's there to, like, help you with homework or help you with classwork. And, oh, yeah. and also just, like, if, if someone, like, says something that hurts my feelings, you know, I'm not going to you know, just take it in and move on, you know, I'm going to address it and be like, hey, you hurt me. And, you know, I just want you to take that into account and, you know, reassess your intentions. And, you know, yeah. whether or not your intentions are good or not, like you still had an impact on me. Um, and that's something that I've learned over the years, like impact over intentions. Because you cannot always read people's intentions or people don't know your intentions sometimes. And I think just building that communication with people and just being a lot more unapologetic in the sense that, like, you know, I won't let someone um, criticize my own identity because it is my identity. You can't tell me who or what to be. I think that'll make me 
a better person in the end, you know, and and also like in helping others as well, you know. Um, I think sparking that light in someone and making them feel more comfortable in their skin and their own like body, I guess, is something that you know I really want to do and that I've probably done like once or twice, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, I think that feeling is, you know, you know when everything is right. You know, you, you've done something good. Right. Yeah. Wow. I'm, like, happy to see, you know, you have, like, good intent. Like, I don't know. It, uh, what's the words? Um, like, good um, goals, I guess, for yourself and, like, who you want to be. And you're also, like, learning your past self. Like, that's inspiring. That's but yeah, I think I um maybe I'm not going to the best place to do this, but I kinda wanna learn to um listen to my mind and body more and just like stop when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do um or when I can't go on and keep doing things. Um, you know, maybe college isn't the best place for that, but I'm gonna try. Um <laughs> I definitely didn't do that in high school since even middle school I've always been like a go 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 kind of person and um it's never come hard to me so that's why I was able to do that I guess to myself but it, it kind of it didn't have great impact on me so you know ended up hurting more than help but, but you know I'm trying to learn to get here and there yeah you know it's important to take breaks like we're all not we as humans are always going to be working working grinding grinding the right. grind mentality is really <laughs> toxic and you know only detriment to your own well-being i think those breaks are necessary no matter how long they are right you know stuff is going to be waiting for you and you know stuff will come back to its rest position I think just mm-hmm. accepting that because I used to be that third person to be like oh I gotta do homework and you know homework was like my only thing to do and, like I wouldn't really take care of myself but you know now it's like you know I've communicated with people that like you know expected something from me like whether that be like you know going out or an assignment from a teacher you know communicated like you know i'm not in the right mental well-being right now mentality right now you know let's take a rating check or um you know even just like talking to someone will help me in the end i think just establishing that support system with someone someone or other people that you know know that that you are capable of so much and you know like we'll always be there for you is crucial to like our own well-being as well and yeah absolutely um yeah that's definitely important i think we're at the right age where you know that's beginning to matter i guess like for sure um yeah it probably mattered to our past selves because you know that's who we're learning from but um Mm -hmm. you know i feel like this is the perfect time for us to really actually start practicing that um and i'm glad we were able to like come to those conclusions for ourselves for our own well-being like that's something that you see people i guess often wish that they were doing in the first place but um yeah just like Take your breaks, people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, right, and figure out what's best for you. Um, you don't have to do everything like for other people, or so that other people won't be upset with you and mm-hmm. all that. You know, it's okay to focus on and worry about yourself sometimes, and put yourself first. Um. And that's something I also have to work on doing. I don't think I've ever done that, honestly. 
it, colleges it, for it, a lot of new things right and um it, I, I think putting yourself first you kind of end up completing it with selfishness often and you yeah. know sometimes and learn that that's not the case like you're just taking care of yourself you're not yeah yeah and sometimes like putting yourself first doesn't mean putting everybody else on the back like Definitely. you can just right or help them out i'm like you yeah. help people but keep in mind you're not there to be used when they need it and um only spoken to hoarded when they need something mm-hmm. that's no way to live and that's also just no way to treat people like if i know people like make mistakes like hey if you catch yourself doing that like, just <laughs> like just stop yeah you know sometimes we do catch ourselves doing that but you know i think just even acknowledging that you you messed up or you made a mistake is an important step towards like your own healing and your own like journey absolutely i think recognizing that you caused something is like the most important step of like you know fixing things because i know sometimes we're in denial that we caused harm people because we may not know that we caused harm and you know i think that's sort of where gaslighting and manipulation comes into play mm-hmm. and you know like oh but I didn't do that to you but you know their feelings are still their feelings they feel really betrayed you know it's understanding that where they're coming from and also establishing your own truth or what you know and you know piecing everything together you know apologizing whatever accountability efforts it takes and then, you know, sort of regrouping and the time necessary, um, you know, coming back and, you know, moving on, I guess, or, you know, accepting that, you know, we either both of us caused harm, one of us caused harm, um, you know, we took steps to fix it, um, we took time from each other to, you know, think about our, our own actions, and, you know, just coming back and, you know, not pretending like nothing happened, but, you know, acknowledging that we did mess up, we did everything we could, and now we're coming back to, you know, with a the, with the stronger relationship, I feel. Right, and like you said earlier, impact over intent. Yes. That is a big thing if you're trying to work on, like, conflict resolution, especially with people who you're close with. Um, mm-hmm. Telling them you didn't do something, that is gaslighting, by the way. Like, <laughs> that is... Yes very much to that i know people throw that term around nowadays and it like irks me but yeah that is what gaslighting is not lying there's a difference like people often like i know there's like um, people on social media i will say um they call like basic lying i guess like gaslighting and that's not necessarily the case like lying is still hurtful yeah but not gaslighting <laughs> yeah. There. I gave my liars some credit there. <laughs> but yeah. But um thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me. Um that was a great conversation. I'm actually like so I don't know, just, just like talking kind of made me feel a lot better about everything and it gives me a lot to think about going forward mm-hmm. i don't know i hope everyone yeah. who listens feels the same way i guess <laughs> i hope so too yeah but um thank you so much for sitting down and you know listening to me and for you know like yeah talking with me. you didn't just listen you spoke as well um <laughs> but um, I appreciate you so much and once again thank you so much for coming on this episode. Um, do you want to like shout out any social media or anything? Um, well first and foremost thank you Samaya for having me and inviting me and you know letting me be a part of your space. Um, I appreciate you a lot and I'm excited for our New York adventures. Absolutely. <laughs> but, <laughs> ah. um, I guess you can follow me on Instagram it's oscar.martinez29 so, yes yeah 
Follow me if you want. Follow him or else. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you so much for being here. I also can't wait for our New York adventures. Um, don't forget to follow Maya's Corner podcast on Instagram, and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.